0: We're glad you're with us tonight. I don't know what it is, the weather or whatever, but we sure got a lot more people here than we had last, last uh, time, this this year last time. But uh, boy, isn't it great to finally see the weather change a little bit. Man, long winter. Anyways, you know, as we think about uh, the good Lord, we think about this time of year. Um, we can think about a lot of different things, you know, the Easter eggs, the uh, kids, new clothes, all the things that go on, but I want you to focus tonight as we look to the Lord and His Word about uh, in this world that we live in today, there's so much fear. There's so much uh, uncertainty of the future in the world and in our personal life. I just want you to take a deep breath tonight to, and to know that, that, that we don't have to fear. And, and any time in your life when you begin to fear, remember And that's what we're going to look at. Remember who Jesus is and what he's done. I'm not even going to reference one who was one of the greatest men in all the Bible, and yet he still feared. Let's pray. Father, we're just so grateful tonight, Lord, uh, Lord, as we look to the next few days, Lord, as we hear uh, the word Easter on the radio or on television, Father, as we open your word or we hear a message Lord may we once again thank you we don't have to fear we don't have to fear death we don't have to fear anything in this life and then whenever the devil Lord tries to throw something into our mind let us know who you are may we just remember remember through the power of your spirit that you've given us the words that you have said and Lord, we will, we will be calm. But you tell us in your word, you will keep us in perfect peace when our mind is stayed on you. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to turn, if you have, we'll look at just a few minutes tonight and then we'll partake of communion. In Matthew chapter 10, we're going to look at verse 28. But do you know what the three greatest things in this life that, that people fear? Three greatest things. One, of course, we're going to look at that—the fear of death. That's the greatest fear. Second, uh, people are people are afraid to uh, people are afraid to fly. A lot of people are afraid to fly. I know my dad was a pilot for almost fifty years. Could fly anything imaginable, uh, from a helicopter to a balloon to a Learjet. And uh, some of his pastor buddies that were afraid to fly actually uh, he would talk them into it. And they they got the fear of flying away in their life when they learned, they actually learned themselves how to fly. And that's how they got away from the fear of flying. And then the third greatest fear that people have is public speaking. It's public, I, it still amazes me this day, and I don't say it all the time, I'll reference it about once a year. Uh, that I'll never forget when I was a, a freshman in high school that uh, I horrible, horrible grades I got when I was a freshman. I was so intimidated. I don't know if you went to school like the way we did at that time, but the freshmen went to school with the seniors. Okay. So it was four years. And I, do they still do that anymore? I don't even know. Do they still? Okay. All right. Some places. I was surprised. But anyway, so I'm intimidated because some of the seniors are in this public speaking class and I'm in there and, um, and it, came time for me to give a speech and she, I never signed up and so she, the teacher I never forget I remember standing right at her desk and gee well how long was that now fifty geez, is it that long <laughs> 50, four no forty <laughs> anyways whew, man anyway so I'm standing at her desk and and we're having this conversation and it most of you that know me I'm kind of backward anyways that and that um, I I I don't even know how I got the words out because I didn't want to be uh, disrespectful. But she said, Dallas, you haven't signed up? I said, well, I I know, I just can't do it. I'm not gonna do it. And she says, what do you mean you're not gonna do it? I says, I can't do it. I can't get in front of people and do this. And she says, well, if you can't get in front of people and do this, I'm gonna give you an F. And I said, well, I tried to say it as respectful as possible and I said, well, go ahead and give me an F. And I got enough, you know, so. But it, it's the things that we're afraid of. And you know what I've noticed in life that we all face? We all, one, have different fears. And something else that I've noticed is, is you get older, your, your fears change a little bit. Uh, I've said this before, you know, I, I, in the course of, of, of my life, I've been bitten, uh, I think now, six, to- six times by dogs, Six different times I've been bitten. I don't know. Do I smell or what is it? I don't know what it is. But, you know, I've never had a fear of, of dogs. Still really don't. But I'm a little hesitant now. You know, now I, you know, I've had that many things happen. That's what happens in our life. I don't know what it is that, that, that you're afraid of. But it's amazing that the Bible gives us this guideline many, 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 uh, Uh, pastors and theologians have written devotions on this that there are enough don't fears in the bible for each day of the year it's amazing don't fear don't fear don't fear so let's flip it for a minute what should we fear very few things But God gives us a reference in his word. Jesus gives us these words in Matthew. He's actually teaching, I believe, here his disciples because it goes on to the next chapter and tells us he's going from one thing of teaching and then he's going out and he's preaching and he's sending also the disciples out to preach. And he says these words in in Matthew chapter 10 of verse 28. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both the soul and body in hell. Now, what's the Lord saying here? First of all, because some people will say, well, Dallas, your soul never dies. That's true. Our soul does never die. Well, what, what is the Lord saying here? The Lord's giving us an example here of the destruction of, of there's no hope. Of destruction of hope. In other words, don't be afraid of what you say. Let me just read it again. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Do you know last year in the world, last year in the world, over there was over 100,000 Christians martyred. We, don't, we never hear that in the news, or especially in the United States. Over a hundred thousand Christians were martyred for their faith in Jesus Christ. So what the Lord is telling us here is that, but don't fear because there is more to this. Uh, what I just said about high school, I didn't think about it until I was saying. It just life goes so fast. And what the Lord wants us to realize is the focus that the devil gets in your mind to fear. I want you to look at me because Proverbs chapter 1 says the only fear that you should have is godly fear. Actually, godly fear, the Lord tells us, is the beginning of wisdom. If you and I want to achieve whatever is in this life that the Lord has gifted you with, and you want to be great success in that area, it begins with understanding who is control of your life. God is. And when we recognize that, that he'll put it all together, that fear begins to fade. That scripture is so powerful that it even, it even speaks to us in the next chapter. We won't go into that time, but let me just reference it. As Jesus is teaching that, he says the godly fear you have, look to me. Look to the one who has the ability to, to." it's once and for all Reference there, even hell. Once and for all, that's it. When this life is over, that's it. We have heaven or we have no hope in hell. Fear the one that can save you. Fear the one that can destroy in eternity any hope that you have. That's who you should fear. And I want you to know today, if you have those areas in your life that you might have some fear, I, I want you to I'm, I, I give you the, the, the freedom, if you will, to know that it's okay. It, it's okay if you, you know, you can't help but if you have kids or grandkids or, or your mate, that the longer whether you're married or, or as your kids... Uh, get older, and then they get married, you, you still have a fear when they drive away. You know, I'll never forget, you know, when our kids first started driving. Okay, when you get to so-and-so's house, you better call You're grounded, you know. I mean, you're, you're afraid, right? The, the first time they're going out in this vehicle, you know, there's fear there. We all, there's different phases of fear, but I, I want you to know it's okay. It's just don't stay in that. Don't, don't stay to where it goes into anxiety. That's what I want you to know. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't fear what's going to happen. Godly fear, knowing tonight the Lord brought you here to hear this message. Fear the one. Godly fear. And how how do we do that? We did it the same way to probably the most powerful prophet next to Jesus in the Bible did. It's referenced in the next chapter. John the Baptist is in prison. And you know what he said? He said, you know what he said about, he said, he began to question this, this great prophet of, of, of our Lord Jesus Christ. He says, Hey, will you get the word to Jesus? Hey, I, I, I just got to make sure. Will you get the word? Are you the one? Are you the holy one, the anointed one? Are, are you the one? And here's what Jesus does. You know, I want you to know he always gives you an answer. Might not be tonight, might not be tomorrow, might not be next week, but here's how he gives you the answer immediately. He calms you. He calms you with his word. And Jesus told his disciples, listen, I want you to go tell him this. I want you to tell him this. Remember, remember everything that you've heard that I've done my teachings, the miracles, people being healed. When you remember that, you'll be good. See, what gets us into trouble today is we get, if you will, on a rabbit trail with that fear. This is going to happen, that's going to happen, it could go here and there. And, And it is amazing how you can go that way in your mind. I mean, you can go 50 different directions. Instead of saying godly fear. Lord, I'm going to look to you. You are my Lord and Savior. I'm going to to have a loving fear as I do as a loving father. And I'm going to know that you're in complete control here. Maybe tonight it's fear of loneliness. I I don't know. Lord says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. That leads us into the next passage. Many times you'll hear this at a a funeral in John John in chapter 14. John chapter 14. And let me turn here to verse, I think it's verse 26. I use this a lot. Any pastor uses this a lot when it comes to a funeral in John chapter 14. Talking about really that there's many mansions in heaven. We don't think enough about eternity. Death, fear the one who's able to kill and destroy death to a believer is just a doorway. That's all it is. And the Lord says, as long as we're living in this life, we'll have a little bit of that fear in us when it comes to death. We're not sure, the unknown, uh, all of that. But the Lord says, I I want you to know that, that you won't even have to experience death. You will, but in a second, it'll be over, and you'll be with, with Jesus. We will be. But he was telling his disciples this time of year, he was telling them as they began to realize that Jesus wasn't going to be with them anymore. It is amazing. I know, you know, some of you experience what I have, the loss of your parent in... in uh, even though there might be a, a period of time that they might not be able to speak to you or uh, in other words, they're getting so ill or whether it's Alzheimer's or I.B., isn't it amazing just to know in the back of your mind they're still here? There's security in that. They had that security in Jesus, no matter, even if they're away from him, even though they know Jesus would always come through He was always there, and he begins to tell them. Actually, in this verse, I want to read it to you because the importance of what took place. He's getting ready to leave this world, and he says this in these two verses. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things I've said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I've always said, and we know that, if you have, nothing's wrong with having a lot of money if you have the right perspective. If you have a lot of money and you don't have the Lord, you know what you can do? Dave, you need to answer that, okay? All right, right. <laughs> That's All right. <laughs> You know what you need to do? You you know what people do? You can, if you have a lot, and again, it's a trust factor, and you've heard of me preaching that before. If you have a lot of money and you don't have the Lord, you can buy comfort. You can buy an amazing amount of comfort in your home, the way you travel, uh, security at your guardhouse, whatever it might be, but you can't buy peace. You can't buy it. So what does the Lord tell us tonight when we close in just a couple minutes? What's the Lord telling us? The Lord's telling you and I tonight, you know what they did? You know why they were trembling at this time in their life, knowing Jesus was getting ready to go to the cross? Three different times he had told them what was going to happen. And one, they, they either didn't believe him or one, they had just forgotten. And I think that's most of us today. You hear the phone call. You get the news. Immediately, you begin to go into action on what you have to do whenever an emergency or whatever takes place. You begin to, to, to have that fight or flight within you. But the Lord says, oh, calm. And here's where we close with tonight. No matter what happens in your life, even though you don't have the answer, Jesus always says, Remember. Remember, remember, remember what I've said. God's Word tells us, and the Word became flesh. So all of this, really, if you want to say this, is the teaching of the Lord. It's the teaching of Jesus. And what he tells you tonight and me tonight is there, there's a catalyst. The day that you and I accept Christ as our Savior, the Holy Spirit comes to dwell within us. And everything, every word on the page in this book comes to life. You and I don't know. We don't, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen in the world. We don't know what's going to happen in our personal life. We don't know what the doctor's going to say. We don't know where our kids are going to go, who they're going to marry, what they're going to do. All these other things that, 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 that we somehow think that we have control over. We don't. We have control over nothing. And God says, you know what? Look to Jesus I will keep him as I prayed and began tonight. I will keep you in perfect peace when your mind is stayed on me. He tells us all we have to do, there's a promise there. If we look to him through the power of the Holy Spirit in his name, he tells us, let me read it again, the peace I leave with you My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, and neither let it be afraid. Remember the words of Jesus. You might not ever always have the answer, but I guarantee you, you will have his peace. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed tonight, Um, you know, I I always challenge us, if you're here at City Church every week, I always challenge us, all it takes is is five minutes in the Word on a daily basis, and I always say you'll end up spending more time, but if you put in your mind, if it's just a few minutes, Lord knows at 9 o'clock in the morning what you're going to face at 6 o'clock that night. And the only reason that we drain our energy, the only reason that we get nervous or anxious is we have forgotten that day to remember a promise that he said specifically, specifically to you. You are his child. I am his child. And as his child... You see what the devil tries to do, even right then? It's always at the end of the service. So we recognize it and we go on. So I close tonight and I'll pray. And if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, no matter what service it is, we always give an invitation. And even though we're going to have communion in just a minute, I want you to remember who Jesus is. By the power of his spirit what you're going through tonight there's no coincidence that the lord had you come to this service this thursday night he is your answer his word will calm you and eventually you'll know exactly what to do father you are the god of all comfort lord we all go through some things we're even going through right now we don't have the answers But you've brought us here tonight to remember, to remember that you are everything that we need. Whether we're lonely, whether we've heard a doctor's report, Lord, whether we're unsure of a job, marriage, whatever it might be, Lord, help us tonight just to take it to you. Give it to you. You want our burdens. And you'll lighten our load. And you'll always give us your peace. Lord, it's your word. It's the power of your word because of the spirit that you've given us through your death that we celebrate tonight. Jesus was preparing, Lord, his disciples all this time for such a time as this. And Lord, we have the answers of hope. We know we're going to heaven. Well, Lord, we still have to live in this life the same as John the Baptist. Lord, we have those times. Lord, help us. Help us to see you, to remember your word, your teachings, your miracles. Father, we're your children. We thank you. We thank you tonight that you've given us your peace. so We don't have to fear. Lord, if there's one here tonight as we close, if they don't know you as their Savior, we ask that may a friend bring a friend or a family member and I can show them in your word. They can pray the sinner's prayer. No more bound for hell, but Jesus, their name will be written in the Lamb's book of life and they will see you, we will see our loved ones when we enter into heaven because of the reason that we celebrate This night and Easter, in Jesus' name, amen.